0: I'm a vampire. Kill me. Kill me. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. Am I getting through to you? Alpha! Wow. Evening listeners, and welcome to Vampires Pissed, the number one podcast about the late 80s classic Vampire's Kiss, starring Nicolas Cage, directed by Robert Bierman and written by John Minion. Wow, we're getting granular. Oh yeah, we are. I think we just got it for the new year, which is not now yet. That time we're recording is the eve of New Year's Eve. But we got, I don't know, I think we got to get more in depth. We got to get further in because we were talking about this before mm. we started recording. It, shockingly, it's getting st- a little bit harder to think of new things to say about this movie <laughs> that we've watched 30 times.
1: Uh, it. We're on 31 right now. This is our 31st viewing. Mm-hmm. Not um, including my uh,
0: disgusting negligence. Which will be resolved you're, at some point in the new year.
1: Yeah, you're. I mean, you've you've nearly caught up. I feel like last week you talked you had you had more than cleared the the halfway point. Mm-hmm, yeah, but still, it's. I
0: I know like our audience holds us to a very high standard, so I'm just trying to accommodate <laughs> that.
1: Um, for those of you who may not know us, I'm Cassidy, and I'm Matteo. Yeah, we, 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 uh, we're, we're in the, we're in the end of the new year. It's been so, so busy. Mm -hmm. I think of time of recording, I haven't uploaded any episodes since the beginning of December. So with tomorrow, you guys, you listeners, I mean, you listeners in the present, you in the future will be just listening to this in sequence, I hope. Yeah. But tomorrow four episodes are dropping and just in time for the new year to be over or this year to be over Mm -hmm.
0: and like how we suggest you watch all the episodes you should binge watch them all in a row just do Mm -hmm. that in sequence yeah you need to start this podcast within sequence like i know we like intro it as if like new people are coming in but here's your here's like the stop (laughs) sign like stop go back like start over
1: yeah if you're new what the fuck are you doing um. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's anyway. How um. How was your How was your watch?
0: How was um, my watch? Um, yeah. It was fun. I'll be honest. And oh. I feel like. A lot of shows start like this, but. I woke up late and I put on three times speed. So you know I. <laughs>
1: You have three times speed? What the fuck? I can't figure out how to get
0: access to three times speed. Yeah, I was shy. So, I... like, my, my usual, like, uh, totally legal plug has unfortunately mm. been defunct. So, I was looking for new uh. ones. And just the other day with Ren and Moby, we were trying to watch Kill Bill because reasons. Nice. Yeah. And we are mm. like, oh, we don't have any of the streaming services, but guess what? Archive.org, the greatest streaming site of all time, had a VHS rip of Hell it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. And I go on Archive.org, and look at that. It seems like it's the exact same video player as the thing that my previous website was using. So they were probably yeah. just linking it to that initially. And it had a triple uh-huh. time speed, which is like, if I, Yo. I don't suggest the first time doing it i don't suggest the second time watching this but maybe on the fifth time watching this movie like you can you can (laughs) you've earned your right to do the triple time speed i
1: yeah i feel so bad about doing this but i've 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 done more than one two-time speed watch and i think in the new year i'm for sure oh jesus uh, i'm for sure going to uh Make a vow to do no more double speed watches. And if I do I have to punish myself by doing a three-hour watch. Okay Um, that's, For the next one. Well, so I mean that's that's very Catholic of you and you know, I, I uh, <laughs> um, Yeah, I just i I've got to i I've got to make up for it cuz I've been I've been slacking La last episode I hadn't even watched the movie. That's why I watched it two times before this episode, right? And let me tell you that's a punishing experience, watching the movie twice. Yeah,
0: it's almost to make you think that this isn't a good movie, which it is, but it almost
1: makes it it's really It's really making me question my faith. Yeah. Well, I respect
0: your conviction, Cassidy, but I've noticed a uh, a strange trend of like... Mm -hmm. just like the return to nightcore and stuff like that in the recent zeitgeist (laughs) so much so that like there's have you noticed that there's like popular songs on spotify now that have like a sped up version like already available as its separate single what yeah i think i saw it on some doja cat song some other like poppy poppy (laughs) song uh oh there was one for uh a grime song which makes sense i guess like that is Uh that is your culture but yeah Mm-hmm. still it seems like a strange like another thing to like inflate streaming numbers and just like the further you know huh. <laughs> kind of that's attention deficit in art and stuff like that so i think we need to cater yeah. to that so i was thinking for him a <laughs> new year like
1: three isn't enough like let's see like how much we can get like going even further <laughs> you know Let's do a hundred times speed and see how fast we can get it. Yeah, faster than the speed of light. We're breaking scientific barriers with this podcast. We're gonna destroy our
0: computers in an effort to do this. Like we're scientists. gonna destroy the fabric of space time. Yeah. Which, if you think about it, this movie like has already done like in the hearts and minds of the listeners and the many fans who enjoy this.
1: Yeah, I, you you talking about the sped-up watches reminded me of this note I wrote here, <laughs> because both of the watches, I did watch one at normal speed on Amazon Prime, funnily enough, mm. greener than normal, by oh. the way. I don't know what's wrong with Amazon, but that watch, there was a green tint to my watch. I don't know why. It's a bad, that, rip. That, that's it's a bad it was, rip. It was yeah amazon get your shit together come on yeah they don't have the but, quality control that you know who has yes our, our favorite streaming service had i did watch it on that also and it was markedly better mm-hmm. i still think uh, Criterion you know, here is the best with some ads that i've
0: seen though
1: oh i don't doubt it at all that's probably like the gold standard right there yeah um but <laughs> i did make a note during my sped up watch, uh <laughs> that there are several scenes that invoke uh those video those sped up videos of hagfish eating a whale corpse um With what <laughs> at the bottom of the sea have you never seen those that are like that are like uh they're set to like break core music mm-hmm. i'm afraid i don't <laughs> do you know what a hagfish
0: is a hagfish. Uh, I assume it's a a fish that is a witch who uh,
1: is unmarried <laughs> and lives in like a little thing at the bottom of the ocean. Uh you're close. It's a it a hagfish is like kind of a it's like eel esque. It's like an eel shaped fish, but it does not have an eel face. It's got like. It's got like one of those like sarlacc type of like multi-pronged like predator mouths Mm -hmm. um and they can like tie themselves in knots and their defense mechanism is making an ungodly amount of slime to get away from something uh and they feed on stuff at the bottom of the ocean um and there's just lots of videos of them out there where like if some like because things that live at the bottom of the ocean pretty much are exclusively scavengers so whenever something falls down there like it immediately is consumed by like a mass of hagfish and crabs and starfish and shit mm-hmm. like that and sometimes sharks right. uh so people fish? have like well not anglerfish. i think they're not actually at the bottom they like I- i'm outing myself as a as a fish nerd so i gotta <laughs> i gotta wrap this up but um yeah there's like videos out there of like these hagfish like eating, uh, like a corpse, like time lapsed and sped up, uh, to like break core music. And it's just like them eating this thing down to the bone and then, like, <laughs> and then going away. Damn, that sounds pretty gnarly. You're kind of a sick freak for that. <laughs> well, this movie invokes that anytime Peter Lowe is like kissing on someone or like biting someone, or whenever Jennifer, Jennifer. Beal. Uh yeah, Jennifer Beals. <laughs> Whenever Jennifer Beals is um you know, biting Peter Lowe and it's sped up, she looks like a hagfish trying to <laughs> consuming a meal. <laughs> well she
0: takes so um, long,
1: you know. Yeah. But when it's sped up, her motions are are hagfish esque. She's like tying herself in a knot mm-hmm. and untying herself. Well, is
0: that what this movie is? Just, like, a movie full of bottom feeders, like, sucking each other off? I guess,
1: you know, one can make the case. Yeah, you know what? I think so. Would you consider vampires to be bottom feeders? Hmm... They seem like apex predators to me except for Peter Lowe he's definitely a bottom feeder if yeah he is I mean I guess you have all. to work your way up like within like the
0: mm-hmm. vampire hierarchy like fledglings like Peter like they're definitely bottom feeders you know eating like yeah you know, rats and squirrels pigeons, and pigeons. cockroaches yeah, cockroaches I don't think he ever actually ate any rats or squirrels I was thinking of Louie from interview with the vampire though like, he was just
1: rats I don't oh, think there yeah. were any squirrels that he was eating but or or like, what's his name from Dracula? Renfield. Renfield. Yeah, I kept wanting to say Lestat because you said Louis. And I'm like, that's not right. No, Lestat he is doesn't like eat top, rats. To top He's like, he's yeah, a Panther, you know, or something
0: sleek and he, sexy, but like also kind of gross.
1: Yeah. Like uh, I'm trying to think of a sleek and sexy creature that's gross. Would you consider probably Panthers. Tom Cruise? Panthers probably exactly. do some, huh? Would you consider
0: Tom oh, Cruise? Oh, I was exactly? thinking
1: of the guy from the show. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is fine. The guy from the show is like, whoa. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tom Cruise is like distinctly
0: like a higher ranking dangerous individual. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday mm-hmm. with Random Mopi after we watched Kill Bill, we watched uh I forget what the name is, but it's like Louis Thoreau's like Scientology documentary which I will recommend at the end. Yes. But apparently there's like eight levels to being a Scientologist and you have to sink in a lot of money, mm-hmm. like at least a million dollars, I think, to like get to like the yeah. second highest one, which is only below like the guys like who are actually running the joint. And Tom Cruise is up there.
1: Yeah, it's it's fucked up. It's I've I've watched some episodes of that documentary and it's like, oh, dude, it is chilling. Yeah.
0: Do you think Peter I'm, I'm be... out here
1: in, in Scientology town? I I could I could interact with these freaks. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be recording you yeah. if, like you were getting too close to the truth. That's true, which is why I'm trying to stay away from it, because I want nothing to do with it. It's, uh, there are other people doing that good work. Yeah.
0: I think if they know that you don't have enough money to like spend on all the courses, though, like I think you'll be fine.
1: It's true. <laughs> yeah. Just like really I'm pretty safe that. from that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Do you think Peter Lowe would be susceptible to being a Scientologist? I think he would.
1: Yeah, probably. He he would go there to meet girls.
0: Yeah, but he would probably wouldn't be able to get super far just cuz he's not oh. quite as wealthy as he seems to let on. Or you would think.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, he 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 wastes a lot of money on taxis, so like I feel like his money would run out pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, poor guy. He's can't even can't even afford to be brainwashed by Scientology. Aw,
0: that's that is a real bummer. <laughs> <laughs> he would benefit from it probably, sort of. He's already kind uh, of doing you... that. Like one of the methods that they were showing, like in the Scientology documentary, is basically like I forget what the word is, but they're basically just like deriding you verbally to like make you just feel like super, super bad to build up your tolerance. And Mm -hmm. I think Peter's kind of
1: doing that method on Alva the whole movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. And himself. Well, maybe internally. Yeah. But yeah. Hmm. For whatever reason, this is giving me, like, incredible deja vu. Did we ever do an episode of Game Reel where we talked at at length about Scientology?
0: About Scientology? I I don't think we
1: have. I feel like... Ah, oh, this is, like, freaking me... Did we do a, a Vampire's Piss where we we were talking about Scientology? This is, like... I think
0: so. You
1: know, it's like, freaking me out.
0: It is, yeah. I've, you know, for some reason, I thought that, like... And maybe I've said this before, even, but I thought that we kind of, like, be, like, mentally stronger by this point of the watch. But I'm starting to feel like we're forgetting things.
1: <laughs> I know. We're, it's, like, weakening our minds. Yeah, like, I... I'm sorry to think this wasn't a good idea. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but we've we've uh we've got a we've got to commit. I I not to psychoanalyze myself at all, but I have a problem with finishing projects, and we need to finish this project. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want to disappoint like everyone. You know, like
0: my parents. Yeah. Uh, our teachers mm-hmm. at you know where. Um, the president. The president. Uh, Jim Byron. Uh, <laughs> the previous president. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, we shan't talk of him. Yeah, perhaps not. He...
0: I don't know if he'd get much out of this movie. Like, I don't think he would find, like, much of a problem with the guy's actions.
1: No, I think, yeah, I think he would not understand what this movie is saying. Mm-hmm. I think he would, I also, Nick Cage's performance in this movie is such like a, it's almost like it gatekeeps the movie. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like whenever you watch this movie, it's hard to focus on anything else but that. And you have to watch it multiple times in order to like, really kind of absorb what this movie is saying. Yeah, just to
0: get over the initial shock of what's like happening in front of you
1: yeah and then you realize when that what this movie is saying is extremely shallow and like y- y- shitty <laughs> <laughs> you're just like what do you you, uh, don't, you wow. don't think
0: that this guy deserves love like what do, what are you trying to say
1: no i I don't often think that people don't deserve love, but I think Peter Lowe is one of those people damn that's that's not I'm, very I'm galvan- usually a Cassidy <laughs> Yeah, well, well, what can I say? <laughs> this movie's making me worse. Mm-hmm. Tweet us, guys, like do incels deserve love? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tweet us any anything at all, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think we should tweet, you should tweet us like exclusively about incels just to like keep the conversation light. Yeah. Just your general thoughts, like what whatever you think about incels when you think of them Mm -hmm. do you think they're vampires like if so why why not like we really need to like get the surveys out you know i feel like i've there is is there not some mythology that like talks about or not like like has vampires as incels kind of and they just use seduction to get food but they don't actually have sex feel like that's like some vampires well, because they're involuntarily made celibate. Mm. Oh, so you're saying that, like, as by, vampires... By their they vampirism. Can't, yeah, so you're
0: saying as vampires, they can't even have sex if they wanted to.
1: Well, I thought that was how some vampires are. I... Like, mythology-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it. I mean... I don't
0: know. I never considered... It, it's
1: probably... Yeah. 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 It's probably rare to come by now, nowadays, because I think vampires nowadays are so synonymous with being sexy motherfuckers <laughs> that, you know, if they're not fucking humans, they're fucking each other. That's true. But they're, like, very orally-oriented.
0: Uh, you know, not a lot That's of true. vampire peens that I could really think of. But, you know, that might just be my own limited scope. If you also want to send us vampire peens, you can also tweet that at us.
1: Yes, please do. We'll retweet well, all I, of them. I mean, honestly... That's the change I want to see in the world. I want there to be more vampire movies with uh, full frontal. Mm -hmm. Male full frontal, specifically. I feel like we've got enough, um, you know, female-coded full frontal and vampire movies. Absolutely.
0: I mean, like, I think, you know, we talk about, like, sexualization objectification. And it's like, oh, like, maybe Mm -hmm. we shouldn't do it. But it's like, maybe we should do it to everyone. Revolutionarily. Uh,
1: You know... In, ex- like, I don't, I don't, it's very, it's a very puritanical way of thinking to say that exploitation media shouldn't exist. I think exploitation media should exist, but it should exist evenly.
0: Mm-hmm. There's yeah, not
1: absolutely. enough naked men in exploitation media, and we need to change that. I was being
0: facetious earlier, but, like, generally, I do agree with that concept. However, I think maybe to, like, mm-hmm. to get the public thinking, perhaps we should, like, yes. only have full frontal and, like, not allow the girlies for, like, a few years. Just to, like, you know... Yes. Which, it, it's not equal. Give them, in... give them a
1: break. They've been doing great work. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, take 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 a year off.
0: Pretty much, like, the entirety of, like, cinema, like, has been, like... The girls it's, have... A, I wouldn't yeah. call it the fun, because it was forced upon them, but...
1: Yeah. I think Kevin Bacon is, like, a a proprietor of this notion where he's like, there should be more male nudity on film. Yeah. I think he once said... <laughs> i don't know if i dreamed this or this is a real interview but he did once say i think he quoted uh it was like yeah put an infinity stone on the tip of my wiener what <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why he said that <laughs> it was during when like infinity war was coming out but <laughs> Wait, The guy I playing think playing Thanos. Was, like no, this is Kevin Bacon. Okay, why wasn't he in the movie then? I
0: guess that's why. <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. He should have been. <laughs> Maybe he was that one uh, weird weird guy with the long face in Infinity War. He had like a spear or something. I do... Was he in the beginning? I missed the beginning. Uh, you know how Thanos had his like weird goblins that followed him around? Yeah, There was like the... The lady with horns and the big guy, and then there was, like, a, a skinny guy with a long face. Right, right, and he kept talking about how there's, like, a rock on the tip of his dick. Yeah, you know, that that was probably Kevin Bacon. That makes sense now. I was curious about,
0: like, why they added that piece of dialogue. It seems a little out of <laughs> <Yeah>. the ordinary. <laughs> it didn't make sense until now. No. Well, that's what we do on this uh, podcast. We uncover the truth, you know, so.
1: Truly, we, we are... We are um, On the journalistic forefront of Cinema Secrets. Mm -hmm.
0: We're the Channel 5 of Vampire Cinema, I believe. (laughs) Speaking of which, I'm excited for that HBO documentary that he's putting out, I think. Is it
1: out yet? Whoa, wait, what? I didn't hear about this. He He was documenting stuff
0: like, I think Tim Heidecker may have produced it, where he was just like, putting together a documentary on, like, the events and, like, the culture, like, around America leading up to, uh, September, or not September 11th, uh, January 6th. <laughs> Whoa.
1: That would have been... That would have been crazy. Dude, he yeah, got a time doing... machine and didn't change anything, just mm-hmm. <laughs> upheld his journalistic integrity. Ever since in diapers, he has been trying to do this whole thing. <laughs> that's that's really incredible i didn't know he was doing that but fucking good for him and good on tim heidecker for producing it like Mm -hmm. i'm i'm loving these like kind of not low level comedians but like you know kind of niche comedians that are like producing uh like weird documentary stuff yeah like how to with john wilson is Mm -hmm. produced by nathan fielder yeah and written by Connor o'malley you know like and now tim heidecker is producing this thing it's like fuck yeah man i would love to <laughs> these these comedian produced documentaries are frankly like they're great yeah
0: also it's like i think it's refreshing in the current climate to see like a comedian yes. who's like not just like uh oh, no we need to be more edgy like what is this and like all i that. know
1: yeah yeah for real um, whomst Uh, Vampire's Kiss. I'm trying to read my notes. I was writing them in the dark, and so they're, like, almost illegible. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me try to... They're mostly me reference. mourning that I have to watch this a second time. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. I have some notes, too. Okay, so...
0: Okay. I want to talk I have about a vampire the power. That's okay. oh, you have a vampire. Yeah, you 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 go you go first. Okay, I only have a few points. Um, mm-hmm. One, what does the kid symbolize? The audience, perhaps.
1: Oh, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, but who? But then, if if the if the if the kid symbolizes the audience, what does the mom symbolize? The mom.
0: I think the kid is, like, our fresh eyes seeing what's about to happen, like, in this, like, Mm -hmm. bizarre movie. Like, the loss of innocence, like, as soon as, like, you know, she goes back Mm -hmm. in, like, all the crazy shit starts happening. I think the mother might be just, like, our sense of logic, you know. Our best, our best interests. (laughs) Our best interests, uh, (laughs) our ideas of normalcy and what a movie Mm -hmm. should be. And, you know, the only way that they could have, like, tied this up better is if they brought the child back at the end of the movie, and he was, like, an old, old, old man, (laughs) deeply scarred (laughs) by what happened. And he, like, falls to his knees, and he's like, God, I wish I would listen to my mother. I wish I just, like, didn't look, oh, no, oh, no, oh, (laughs) jeez. So I guess that's my one no.
1: (laughs) That's so good. That's such a, like, existential, like, deeply house like, ending. I love that. Yeah, I mean I, I mean, I feel like if you put, like, a kid like that, and
0: it feels, it uh-huh. really feels like you're setting something up, and, like, maybe, like, in an earlier version of the script, that was a thing, but it just, it's just dropped, and it's hilarious. It's so
1: funny, like, upon repeat I, watches. Oh, God, I really wish that this was in the film now, because that would just tip this over just a little bit into like just the right amount that it needs to be an absurdist film because yeah. right now it's like on the razor's edge of being like absurdist or or literal and lately I've just been reading it as literal yeah um but if this happened I would be like this is fully an absurdist film and I would be on board I like I mean I'm on board your, yeah. regardless but in terms of comedies, I feel like I always very much
0: lean absurdist. Like, I, my mm-hmm. sister has been showing me that, like, Zoolander TikToks have been trending a lot. And I think Zoolander is, like, a master class in comedy.
1: Is it real? I haven't watched Zoolander since I was, like, 16, I think. It's been forever. I think I think so much of, like, the early 2000s comedies, like, feel. Like, I, mm-hmm.
0: I'm just personally not, like, a big fan of, like, Jet Apatow's stuff like, I really... Mm, That's fair. I really don't like Anchorman. Like, I think it's, like, a lot of yelling, and it's really stupid and revolves around, like, just, like, guys that, like, I'm not interested in seeing, like, a comedy plot revolve around. But Zoolander is just... Mm -hmm. Everyone is so, like, stupid and self-send. Like, it's so campy and over-the-top and self-aware that I'm fully in on that.
1: Yeah, I... I remember... back in our in our college for film cult we showed we showed anchorman one one week and i don't remember why it was like a battle to like actually show good films at in that club Mm -hmm. um and we showed anchorman one time and more people like usually for film cult it was just the members and like one or two of the members friends but this time like i think it must have been a double feature And it started with Anchorman. And it, like, a lot of people showed up to that one. And we played Anchorman, and they did not like it. And they (laughs) left before the second movie. And I was like, damn, uh, this sucks, man. I mean, it's
0: just, it's not a very funny movie. Like, there's, like, some okay bits in it. Like, I think the part where he plays, like,. Piccolo or flute, like, in the bar or whatever. Oh, the, I think that's the like, jazz flute? Yeah, the scene, jazz flute yeah. scene. I think that's fine. I think, like, the I'm trapped within a glass case of emotions. I think that's a good line, but it's a lot of
1: sexism. I think when it's Jack a lot Black of, shows up is good.
0: Yeah, I, I don't remember when he <laughs> shows up.
1: It's when he, like, is eating a burrito on the road with his dog, and he, like, throws the burrito out the window, and it hits Jack Black, who's on a motorcycle. Mm. And, like, Jack Black, like, gets in a car crash, and... He, like, like he's like, you know, you motherfucker, why did you, you threw a fucking burrito at me? And then he, like, takes his dog and kicks him off the bridge. <laughs> All right, well, I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, That's I was like, you know fun. what, Jack Black, you're saving this film. Mm-hmm. But, like,
0: Will Ferrell's, like, terrible romance with the female anchor lady, not into that.
1: Yeah, I can't even remember her name. That's how, like how little consideration she's given in that movie. Yeah, I think considering that, I think
0: Peter Lowe might enjoy that
1: movie, the male entitlement of it. Oh, yeah. He'd probably definitely love that movie. Um. I'm trying to remember... I don't remember why I was thinking of The Hangover this week, but I was. And I was thinking about that movie, and I was like, this movie... I can't remember if this movie is actually good or if I was 15 when I watched it. I never watched the Hangover movies.
0: The only like connection that I have to hold that up. is that I remember watching one of Zach Galifianakis's, uh comedy specials where he's playing piano. And I remember really enjoying that oh, yeah. one as a teenager, but I could not tell you. Isn't that one before. kind
1: of sad?
0: I think a lot of good stand-up specials are pretty sad. Like, you ever listen yeah. to Gene and
1: uh, no, but I know the name.
0: Okay, he's great. He's a tall uh, ginger man. He's British, you know, so... Also, I think mm-hmm. the, the one thing I'll concede with the British people is that they are better at game shows just because they, like, hire, like, professional comedians as opposed to, like, whoever. Yeah. And I, because of that, I think the conversations <laughs> are better. And James uh, frequents those. Uh, people who like Great British Bake Off may recall him as, like, the guy who's, like... They're like, oh, James, what happened here? And he's like, uh, had a breakdown? Bon Appetit. Or something like that. <laughs> Very silly. But anyway, he has like a really good yeah. three. Uh, my dog wants to come in. He
1: <sighs> Let Kirby in. Let Kirby in.
0: Oh, he'll add so much to it. I'll make him bark a bunch so you'll know that he was there. I'm not just hallucinating. <laughs>
1: uh, special Kirby episode. <clears throat> Yay, Kirby! Hell yeah. Um and what was I saying? I'm, I'm getting a uh, game shows. James A. Caster.
0: James A. Caster. He has a very good three special a uh, three yeah, three episode Netflix special. And it's very funny, and it's a uh, sad, uh, thinly-veiled thing about, like, uh, how lonely he is, and divorce, Ugh. and um, going undercover with the mafia, and stuff like that. That part may have not have Whoa. been real, you know, but he had tapes for it, so I'm inclined it's, to believe it.
1: It's kind of, like, incredible... <clears throat> How many good stand up specials come from like tragic events in comedians lives? Mm-hmm. Like I haven't listened to any of this guy's specials, but I have listened to his podcast. Uh his name's um Daniel Sloss, he's a Scottish comedian, mm-hmm. and I think he I think he does a special like like about the the like loss of his little sister. Oh, <laughs> like she died like kind of like early I mean early in both of their lives like you know they're he's I think only in his 30s and he like like a year after she died um he did a stand-up comedy special and he did address it in the special and it's like holy, and it's like apparently amazing yeah and it's like holy shit man mm-hmm. but that's just hearsay I think, so it could be total bullshit is what you're saying I know she could
0: totally be alive or whatever <laughs> That's true. Comedians also lie a lot. Another thing to consider. (laughs) Like, I'm thinking back to the James Acaster thing after I said that, and I don't think he was an undercover cop at the Mafia.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I believe everything I'm told all the time. I remember I was like that, too. You know, and then I've read a book. So, uh, (laughs) kind of better than everyone. (laughs) my eyes have yet to be opened. I haven't watched this movie 52 times yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I, you know, your eyes are
0: going to be closed forever after a while. I think it's just going to kill us.
1: We're back. Yes, we're back. Okay. Oh, yee, mm-hmm. My internet. It's me that's coming from getting the technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it usually is me, but, you know... No one's perfect. You know, got to spread the love around, especially right? if we are
0: a router, because we, as in routers, fuck up a lot. <laughs> Dropping some hot knowledge, uh, guys. You... Can you can you tell that like we're tired and like this just <laughs> this was a bad idea. It was just a bad idea. <laughs>
1: I don't like this movie this nearly was... as much as I thought I did. <laughs> This does not bode well for the next episode we're recording (laughs) right after this. No, it doesn't. I mean, at least the movie will be on, you know? Yeah, that's true. We will be given stimulation, and I'll actually get to talk about things that I definitely forget after watching the movie. Yeah. Um, I think my disdain for the movie, like,
0: really exists within the abstracts or, like, the thoughts separate from the movie experience itself, like, the aftermath and, like, yeah. the, what happens previous is really what makes me dread it the most. Like, the movie itself, like, it,
1: it's just the same, you know? It's the same movie. It's the it's the same every time. And, you know, I can, I can see why so many movies portray hell as something just happening over and over again. Because right. I get it now, mm-hmm. you know? I think that may seem drastic. I'm not in hell yet, yeah. but I feel like we're gonna get close. Mm-hmm. Based on an experience I had recently at a friend's
0: place uh, playing video games, I think hell is um, you would be forced to do the baby shark on Just Dance like over and over again for like all of eternity. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? Go, go on. What, what? I I I'm not familiar with baby shark. Is that an option on Just Dance nowadays? It is.
0: Yes, it is now. Ah, oh, man. We were ch- I, It was very play- Slim pickings, you know, like I yeah. looked at the rock category, and, like, I know that Just Dance isn't for rock or whatever, but I look at the rock category, and it's, like, fucking Imagine Dragons radioactive. And it's, like, I feel like the word rock is so loosely, I we, we mm. are, like, straying so far from Vampire's Kiss, but, like, the word rock <laughs> is so loosely, like, applied to Imagine Dragons. Like, I don't hear, like, any, I mean, you don't have to have guitars, but, like, I don't hear anything that, like,
1: feels particularly <sighs> rebellious or, like, physical yeah. or, like, what? I don't know. It's it's kind of, like, it's kind of sad that we've exited the era of, like, rhythm games with, like, fun peripherals. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because, because capitalism has gouged those so badly that, like, they're too expensive to make anymore, you know? Yeah. Like, with, with DMCA and shit, like, they don't make Rock Band anymore. There's no more Guitar Hero mm-hmm. because, like... Guitar, the game itself is going to be sixty dollars and you're gonna to have to spend a hundred extra dollars getting all the songs for it yeah that's the thing about like this
0: just dance thing so like there was just enough you know songs to be like oh we got options or whatever but most of them mm-hmm. aren't really ones that you like like there is there's telephone lady gaga there's toxic like two different versions but if you want the stuff yeah. that like you actually if you want to get Ross you know you got to pay extra for that And that's the name of the game. Like you just that's that's a good business model because like they're like oh, (sighs) I didn't know that like we had to do that
1: but like I bought this game like I want good songs on it now so you just you gotta fork it up, Mm -hmm. dude. Yeah, you think Casey Frey is still dancing for the Just Dance games?
0: Was he dancing for the Just Dance games?
1: He was. He he was a dancer for. He was either a dancer for the games themselves. Or he was a dancer for the commercials advertising the games. Mm-hmm.
0: I believe it. I mean, I think that they should definitely allow him to do a fully choreographed version of that song that he did for that original Vine that we all know what I'm talking about. The one with shopping wood, you know, the sliding door, get the fuck out of my way, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I uh, I think in the future the MoMA should have a series of like internet history and like internet culture like over the years, and there are certain oh vines that yes. absolutely fit that criteria. I think like the cinematography and like the the wow. storytelling within that Casey Frey vine is palpable and it's fantastic and it's extremely effective. So much so that my
1: dog Kirby is even groaning at the thought of it. You know, it's like a, <laughs> groans of approval. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember seeing someone say on Tumblr, I believe they were saying like, Vine was like a golden age of like creativity on the internet. And like, because TikTok, you know, they took away the six second time limit. So now you have too much time to tell bad jokes. Like most TikToks are going to be people standing for one minute telling lip syncing or telling a story and like. Just like telling a joke with no theatrics or nothing. They'll just like say something for one minute and the punchline will be mediocre at best. But in with Vine, you had six seconds and. You know, you it, it would produce fucking gold like the back at it again at Krispy Kreme vine That is the best vine on the internet mm. where it's just a guy Says back at it again at Krispy Kreme and then he does a backwards handspring and knocks over a Krispy Kreme sign Right before it cuts to nothing. Yes, like and it looks like it hurt, <sighs> but you don't know It's the mystery of it. It's that's what makes it beautiful. <laughs> I read an article about someone who, like, tracked that guy down to, like, ask what happened afterwards. Like, the an guy. Answer? Yeah, he actually, like, found the guy and, like, like called him and was like, hey, so, like, what happened? And, like, <laughs> the answer is he fucking ran out of the Krispy Kreme um, and uh, just, like, ran home and then, like, he went... Like, the cops, like, came to his house and were like, did you do this? And he was like, "Mm, yes. And they were like, okay, don't do that again. Also, you're not allowed in Krispy Kreme anymore. (laughs) That's
0: terrible. That was No, that was great free marketing. They should, like, they should reconsider.
1: Literally, I think if I was a Krispy Kreme, like, I'd be like, you know what? Post that shit on all our social medias. That's the best Vine that's ever been. Yeah. I think if
0: they did do that, there would be a ton of kids trying to attempt to do that, too. Which, you know... They wouldn't want, but I would get a huge kick out of it, so I think they should do it anyway. (laughs) Vandalizing Krispy Kreme for the bit. Mm -hmm. Just, like, tons of legal issues, like tons of kids just hurting themselves terribly, (laughs) trying to recreate the Krispy Kreme famous (laughs) Vine.
1: Uh, Yeah. I I think about Vine almost every day now. I miss (laughs) it so much. So you agree that everything should be like a modified to like
0: just be super short and just like ruin our attention spans
1: the well no because here's the thing right the minute long videos are what's ruining our attention spans because with vine right it was like it was a a time it was like a constraint that forced creativity Mm mm-hmm and like it's not long enough to ruin anyone's attention span because i remember people made like 30 minute vine compilations right and you could just watch those and i watched them happily yes but like i feel like nobody makes tiktok compilate i mean maybe they do i don't know but i think they definitely do i also i think that reels are an extension of that like the scrolling yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not on TikTok. I I stay away from it. I don't go on like Reels or whatever because it. I think I feel like the most depressed I've ever been, or or not ever been, but the most depressed that I was during like the height of the pandemic, was when I was still on TikTok and I was like up until four a.m. like on TikTok and then I was like, "What this this sucks. I hate this." And then I just deleted it and I haven't gone back on it since. Good on you. I mean,
0: that's a, I mean. I- it's not productive to be scrolling through, like, on TikToks and Reels for that long. What you should really yeah. be doing is scrolling on Wikipedia for that long until 4 a.m. You should be
1: scrolling on a goddamn book. Mm. What are those? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. We're, I watch we're a film movie. podcast. We don't read. Yeah, I don't read. I only watch Vampire's Kiss uh, many times in a row. Yeah, honestly... There have been
0: plenty of weeks where like I literally hadn't watched any other movies besides this movie and like there is like a distinct sense of existential dread being like man I should be I should be opening my horizons right now like there should be there uh, there is there anything more than just this you know And then I watch I, it and it's like I I'm fed while I'm watching it but then afterwards I I still feel hungry you know Oh damn that's that's dire dude <laughs> So that's why I, I'm I intru- am announcing my departure from the podcast on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: no. Oh, dude, I can't do this alone. Um, yeah, I have no idea what yeah. you would do. That sounds like a total nightmare. Oh, my, dude, I I think I would go literally insane. I would, I would become the actual Joker in real life. Yeah.
0: What you could do is you can get a soundboard and, like, you could talk, like, as if you're talking to Peter Lowell, you
1: know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were gonna say I isolate like your audio from oh. this podcast, and just happy you just like re- like pressing buttons with your responses on them. That's a pretty good idea, actually. I would be into that. <laughs> right, future episode, <laughs> future episode idea. We we both do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I was going to say something about the movie, but I don't even remember. Oh, uh, I, I wrote this inscrutable vampire power last night. Mm -hmm. Um, it says, uh, I'll read it verbatim because I, I think I was losing my mind. Uh, vampire power, the famous scene where he calls Alva and he conveys his commands into his secretary's mind using telepathy. We never hear him talking. Wait, one more time? (laughs) Vampire power. The famous scene where he calls Alva in, he conveys his commands into his secretary's mind. Using telepathy, we never hear him talking.
0: Wait, so when he's like, Alva, Alva, you're saying that was like all
1: telepathy? No, it's, (laughs) it's before that. It's the second time. Um... It's when he's apologizing. Or no, it's after that. It's when he's apologizing to her. Like, there's a shot where it's outside. It's like in his office. The camera is in his office. And it's through the blinds. Mm-hmm. And you can see Alva leaving. And you can see Judy, his secretary, yeah, uh, getting ready to leave. And she picks up the phone. And you only hear her. And she's like, yeah, oh, yep, she's leaving right now. I'll send her in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, Alva, Peter, Peter wants to see you. Um, we never hear Peter talking, right? but the camera is in his office. That's true. Yeah. So I think he's got telepathy and he used his telepathy to convey that message to her through the phone. Mm -hmm. So he's like the uh, Gabriel from Malignant. Yes. Yes. He is like Gabriel from Malignant. I was just thinking about Malignant today as well. I just watched it two days ago. What'd you think?
0: Uh, I thought it would... I I haven't really seen James Wan's work before. Like, I've seen kill counts of, like, Saw and stuff. But, like, that Mm -hmm. kind of genre of
1: horror uh, does not appeal to me a lot. I love Saw. Saw is so good. It's like a soap opera. It's amazing. Okay. So I thought the whole thing was really dumb,
0: but I had a a very good time. I knew the twist uh, going into it, Mm -hmm. and... I didn't know what it was about, but I kind of called, like, what it was about the whole mm-hmm. uh, Absorb fetus thing. But I thought it yeah. was once, like, that they went fully into the stuff with Gabriel and, like, the body horror aspects of
1: it. I was fully into it. Yeah. I, I was astounded when that movie came out. When it came out, it was, like, when I would... It was during the pandemic uh it was like while i was still in ithaca and like i was fully immersing myself in horror movies i was watching so many slasher movies and i was getting really into slashers and when this movie came out i watched it on a whim and i was like holy shit is james wan making a slasher movie is it my fucking birthday right now i was so so happy yeah uh so i love that movie it's so good Mm -hmm. It also helped, like, enjoying it that I watched a
0: really shitty slasher beforehand. I think it was called, I was telling people, like, while we were having technical difficulties, but I think it was called Someone's, like, In Your House Already or something like that.
1: Oh, that's on Netflix, right? Yes, Someone is, is already inside your house or whatever Someone's it's called? Someone's already
0: inside your house. Something like that. Uh. Huh. Was not good? No. No. Uh. Uh, very very corny very cliche uh well i guess i won't spoil it for you but um the killers mm-hmm. i don't know his ideology like it's a, it's a little shifty like there are four mm-hmm. targets that he goes for and the third one is just like not comparable at all so like what the other three is doing it's very confusing as to I why see. i don't know it was just like a guy who's like a yeah yeah i won't spoil too much but like the other mm. three, like, well, two of them are bad people. The other one's like, okay, I can kind of see it. And then, like, the third one, he's like, he's just addicted to pills. And it's like,
1: I mean, if you want to be straight uh, edge, like, fine or whatever. But I, th- I think that's
0: particularly judgy and, like, not comparable to being it's a, a It's princess. a whole
1: Jigsaw situation.
0: Yeah, I guess so. He's He's not as seemingly fun as Jigsaw, at least in
1: design. <laughs> well, Jigsaw's just an old man. <laughs> he yeah, just but... uses puppets to, like do his funny work yeah but the puppets are cool the puppets are cool i do really like uh billy the puppet i think his name is yeah yeah those movies fucking rule you know what i think we've recorded long enough i (laughs) we can get into the we can get into the uh the recommends okay uh the do you have a recommend besides the ones we talked about Besides the ones we talked about, I mean like
0: mm-hmm. mostly I am leaning towards the uh Louis Thoreau uh Scientology documentary, which I think might just be called like my Scientology documentary.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: what else? I mean, I think I already like recommended the rehearsal, but over Christmas I showed that to my cousins. Uh <laughs> they were having astounding a good time. television. Absolutely. I like I simultaneously really I'm excited for season two, but I'm also afraid and hope that he, uh, mm. no longer works with children ever again.
1: I know God. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, those are some fucking awesome recommends. Uh, I, I will see if I have the stomach to continue watching that Scientology documentary. It's mm-hmm. so grim. Yeah. Um, my recommends I'll do two as well. Uh, there One is a qualified recommendation, and the other one is less qualified, but still not great. Um, well, the first one is, if any of you are Puppet Master fans, a new Puppet Master movie came out. It's called Puppet Master Doctor Death. Uh, Doctor spelled with a K. Um, it's about, it's a prequel, no, it's not a prequel. It is a solo spinoff Puppet Master movie where it doesn't have any other puppets in it, and it is about one of the retro puppets from the movie Retro Puppet Master, starring Greg Sestero. Um, this one, unfortunately, does not have that Greg Sestero in it, but it is fun. It is, you know, silly. Uh, Dr. Death is, like, this little guy in, like, a doctor scrubs, and he's got, like, he has a skull for a face, and he cuts people up with scalpels. Um, it's cool. It's fun. It's, you know, if you like Puppet Master... Give it a watch. It's on... what's on that, that one streaming service we all know and love that refuses to sponsor this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's almost um, like they're not aware of us, which is, you know, hard to... Which imagine. is silly. Yeah. Yeah. Our reputation precedes um. us. <laughs> um, and then uh, my other recommend is a movie called Shadow in the Cloud. It's interesting. It's on Hulu. It's like... It's this movie about this woman who is on like a military transport vessel and then gremlins start attacking the vessel and like fucking it up it's like really weird and like weird like action movie because there's some like crazy like fast and furious style action sequences in this movie and the gremlins are almost like not even the real threat um it's the but... cars. <laughs> it's it yeah it's it's like so crazy and if you want like a a thoughtless movie to like just kind of watch passively and like absorb the insanity of it um go ahead and watch shadow in the cloud um and yeah i think that's all there is our plugs are the Largely the same, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll follow have, us on Twitter. Yes.
0: I have one more thing that I want to get off my chest that oh, I yeah. forgot to mention. Yes. Oh, I was just about it was just about the Louis Thoreau uh documentary. There's like some bits in which he's casting people like the head of Scientology and also Tom Cruise and they kind of carry out like how they operate things within the organization. And mm. I feel like what was going on was kind of like very similar to the rehearsal in terms of like rehearsing scenes and like seeing how people react. But like oh. I feel like Louis Thoreau is similar to Nathan, but like in a mm. more positive way versus Nathan is just like kind of chaotic and terrible and like a an yeah, person. Yeah. Uh huh. That's it. Fuck you, Nathan. Yeah, sure. Cool. I love you.
1: <laughs> you yeah, beautiful he does. He, he's a good dancer. Yeah, um, Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know where to find us on Twitter. We've said it before. Um, please, uh, I've heard someone rated our podcast for the first time. Mm. Please do that. I yeah. think that like gets us attention. Absolutely. I don't know who did it. Was Was it you, Matt? Was it who was it? No oh someone gave us a rating and it's a five-star rating so we've you know i would uh, would never give us a uh that would be
0: irresponsible and like self-interested for me to give us a five out of ten but if i were biased yes but if i could do it again i would have given it a six but (laughs) well it's five out of
1: five i believe but yeah oh yeah Um, right i meant five out of six i'm sorry Yes, 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 absolutely. Um uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think we're we, a lot better than a six out of ten. What the fuck? No. No, that'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're at least a, an a eight and a half out of ten for sure. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, please rate us uh rate us five stars so we get attention. Um yeah. Uh thanks for listening, everybody. I've been Cassidy. I've been Mateo.